The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences and is suitable for all ages. Westbrook, whatever are you writing? Robed in garments soaked in brine? It's an old American song. Thought it might make an interesting paper subject. I know if I were a prof, I'd get tired of reading the same things over and over, so I figured no one else at Oxbridge will have written a bit on Clementine. (laughs) I dare say you are correct. The really odd thing is that brine in Old English meant fire whereas it was brine or brimey which referred to the ocean. All this talk of ocean brine ought to be ocean brime, and if they did say ocean brime, it would be repeating oneself, like Sahara Desert. I believe de Berg told me brine refers to the salt, not the actual ocean. What a load of tosh. He is reading for science. We could ask Professor Tolkien. He'd know the etymology. Are you implying I don't? No, of course not, Worsley. Only... Very well. I shall study where my knowledge of Old English shall not be insulted. (sighs) I do wish he were less sensitive at times. He was in the right about Brian referring to the sea. Who's this little fella? I'll have you know I'm taller than everyone else in second form. Edmund, choir practice was over an hour ago. I know. You're avoiding your tutor, aren't you? I'm tired of Latin. Who isn't? Can't believe Trinity term's over soon. What might happen at the college if we should leave? I haven't thought about that. Not many people about during break. We could return to find the college entirely destroyed by a mythological being. You mean like a dragon? What? I watched one fly over our school last week. No one in my house believed me. Well, you ain't seeing things, kid. Good to hear. They thought I'd gone mad. Guess it's our duty to stick around, then. Quite. I'm going indoors for now. A bit windy out. Cheerio. And you, young man, need to go see your tutor. Can we visit the deer first? Oh, very well. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Maudlin Series 3, Episode 7. Hanging by a thread. Most likely written in the late 1880s, this ballad... Hey, hey, wait up there! No! I wish to live. Keep away! Hold your horses, I don't mean you any harm. Just wondering where your clothes went to is all. Your hair is a strange hue. What's got you so terrified? I was chosen as Ika Akatangi Pau. Bless you. It is supposedly a great honor, the peace sacrifice to Rongo. But when I realized what was happening, I panicked and ran. Here, sit down and catch your breath. You look done in. I'm Westbrook. Tungiti. Now what's this Akata whatever it was? Last night, my cousin arrived, bringing strong drink and insisting upon a feast. He was never fond of me. 
and I suspected something was awry. Pretending to make merry with him most of the night, secretly I drank nothing and merely feigned weariness. Once the others were asleep, I crept out of the village. I overheard a group of warriors making ready to enter my hut. The decoy has done well. All have fallen into a drunken slumber. Taking him will be a simple matter. A pity. Had Tangati fought us, perhaps I could have thrust a spear into his pathetic hide. And thus procured yet more land for yourself? No. His capture will be mine alone, and the reward mine alone. As you wish. With that, I fled into the jungle, as though pursued by the most savage beast. For I knew the fate of a sacrifice. Slow death and public humiliation. Oh, how terrible. Before long, I saw that the warriors had picked up my trail. My only chance was the river. <laughs> a hanging rope and a plank bridge ran across the deep ravine, with foul creatures haunting the water below. If I could but cross and dislodge the bridge, it would take days for them to find another way round. Sounds like a plan. I never reached it. As I ran along the bank of the river, there was a strange sound. And I found myself here. The jungle had vanished. Hmm, it does that. Why don't you come along with me? I'll get you something to put on, and then we'll go to where those warriors can't find you. Thank you, kind stranger. No problem. If it weren't for the lack of outfit, you'd look a lot like a friend of mine. If Atherton ever got a tan, that is. Almost like a proper holiday, without actually venturing to leave the college. Do you think deer like apples? I have one in my pocket and... Blimey! Who are they? Good heavens! The Anthropological Society has rather overstepped itself this time. Difficult to think the President would allow such a relaxation of raiment. Why, the natives have hardly... Over there! The sacrifice! Uh, Mr. Atherton, they're pointing spears in our direction. Step aside, Akaro. I say. How dare you try to kill him? Thank you. Your presumption shall be punished. I have first rights to attack the victim. Really, this is quite exciting, but you chaps ought to... It appears they might be attempting my demise. If so, they're a rather poor shot. Come quietly and we will only spear you once or twice before bringing your body to the high priest. Ah, lovely offer. Think I might pass. Lots to do. <laughs> I look forward to feeling your blood on my hands. Hope you've brought a strong soap. Only have a care not to wash in the river. The president would be most displeased. Maybe we should run now. Wait, where did they go? That was a trifle odd. 
Perhaps we should find Westbrook. Here's the florist. You can get all kinds of flowers, uh, lilies, roses, even thistles. Your village is truly magnificent. Here's my favorite, the chocolate shop. They import from Switzerland and everything. Why is the market under a stone roof? It rains a lot in Oxbridge, so back in the medieval times, they put in the covered market so people could shop in peace. (laughs) Been bustling ever since. Not to mention, those warriors couldn't find anyone in here. I see what you need. We can barely move with all these villagers. All right, Westbrook. You weren't supposed to find us. After searching your rooms in the library, where else would you be? Can I borrow your jazz record? I thought you'd let me play one, and it was swell. Uh, <coughs> and whom, pray tell, is the native? Now, this is Tungaiti. They're trying to sacrifice him to some god. I see. We do have a vague resemblance. It explains a good deal. Tell me, has he vanished once already? Yes, and now there's nothing to worry about. When I returned to the jungle, I managed to cross the narrow bridge. All I must do is cut the ropes, and the warriors cannot follow. Intriguing theory. One bit of a sticky wicket, however. Oh? I believe the warriors who are attempting to end your life are just round the florist shop. What? Run! In this crowd? How? <clears throat> hey, you folks, the hat shop is having a 50% off sale ending in five minutes. Uh, 50% off. Just go that way toward those native warriors. Quick, down this aisle. Where? Almost to Broad Street. Have we lost them? I dare say this part of Oxbridge can be quite confusing at first. We'll shortcut through Turl. That's suicide with all the bike riders. True. Tungadit, you said the rift opened by a river? Remember what Isis told us about it being associated with water. I think she was speaking metaphorically. What if she wasn't? Think about it. One had a bronze lake... Another near an ocean and that whirlpool. What do you suggest? Telling all the creatures of mythology to stay away from water? Most of the stories about people going on magical adventures have to do with a well or a lake. At least in all the ones I've heard. Spot on, Edmund. If you thought of those as mere doorways leading from one room to another and modeling the sort of hub for all... Makes some sense. Yet the rift appears unstable. Or we aren't certain what it truly is or how it works, as Ice has implied. Quite so. We should not tarry here any longer. Look out! You'd think they would run out of spears to throw at us. Lead them away from populated areas. I have put you in danger. Never mind that. Happens a lot. And answers our question about whether to stay over holes. Tell streets has coming up. We haven't a choice. Turn it is! With luck, they'll be run over by a bicycle and it'll stop following us. Watch where you're going! On your left! Gah! I prefer the spears. 
Atherton, watch out! You have one on your tail! Perhaps Holywell would have been more prudent. Yeah, yeah. Look out! Almost to safety! That was close. Edmund, you need to go across the street and back to school. I don't want to explain to your mother why you were speared to a tree. But I want to stay and help. Across the street now, young man. There will be another time that is less dangerous. Swell. Bye, Westbrook. Lovely to meet you. He's a good kid. Attend Krungen, her gas to Hrussen. Ah! Halt or be turned to a corpse bristling with spears. Halting! You were seen with the Ika Akatangi Pao. If you say so. Put the net about him to make struggling vague. How will this assist in our capture of the sacrifice? Patience. Let me out! savages! We could bring this one back to the High Priest. Only those of a marked tribe may be taken, and the Chosen One? It must be Tongaiti. The others shall hear his screams and will come. Set Worsley free! You are cunning, and we are chosen well. Rongo will be pleased with his food. Come willingly. Or your golden-haired companion dies. That is not the way of things. Only the victim is allowed to perish. I am changing tradition. And this man is not the one you seek. For I am Tungeti. Neither wear the garb of our tribe. <laughs> or lack of. Leave the others be. I shall go with you. He is an innocent. So you claim. Do not do this, Atherton. They cut off your ears. Stab you relentlessly. It is a horrible way to die. All the more reason no other should suffer it. Hey, haven't you two noticed that this isn't your jungle anymore? Where do y'all expect to take him? Yes, Akaro, do enlighten us. This is merely a trick and illusion. Rongo shall show us the true path once the sacrifice is in our power. First, of your courtesy, release Worsley. Remove the net. Would you sit still? Can't give it off you if you keep wiggling. Ah! One spear for the journey, perhaps through your right shoulder. And I will stab one through his leg. Walking could be a trifle difficult after that. Silence. We shall bear you on a litter until the slayer quenches the rest of your life. Just you try it, Buster. Have no fear. Only a slayer with the sacred belt is allowed to kill the sacrifice, or it becomes void. How reassuring. Prepare yourself! Atherton, he's raising the spear! What? Oh, no! No! no. Ah. 
You knew they were about to disappear, right? No. Though jolly good the timing was so perfect, I'm rather attached to my shoulder. I wonder if Tungaiti got away. The jungle? Seize him! It is the sacrifice! They are walking across. It is now or never. Uh, the rope is so thick. I must cut through it in time. Tangati is within spell range now! Not for long. This is the last rope holding the bridge. And you're right in the middle. Maudlin Series 3, Episode 7, Hanging by a Thread, featuring the voice talent of Mark Kalita as Percy Atherton. Fantastic! I do love a happy ending. Haita Franson as John Westbrook. Not for the two guys who fell over a cliff. David MacGyver as Nigel Worsley. They were trying to kill us! Mark Giannopoulos as Edmund Huxley of Maudlin College School. Lower School! Get it right. Mark Kalita as Tongati. There wasn't any other way. Chris Barnes as Akaro. I die? What is this? Who wrote such rubbish? Carrie Ayers as Manaone. Fiddlesticks. She killed you off after all. How is that a bad thing? Written, cast, and directed by Alexa Chipman. Produced, engineered, and co-directed by Stevie K. Farnaby. Music by Spare Parts at bfv.com slash spareparts and Avalon Rising of avalonrising.com Please visit their websites to purchase entire albums and support independent artists. Remember brokenseed.com is your address for more behind the scenes of Maudlin and other audio drama offerings. This is not in any way affiliated with Maudlin College and is for entertainment purposes only. Released in 2010